0: You're listening to She Thrives Radio. This is episode number 59 and today's show is one that is highly, highly requested from you all. We're talking today about comparison. Yes, the plague that has affected all of us in somehow, some way, sometimes at more points in our lives than others, some people more than others, some ways more than others, right? Lots of nuance and variation here, but I think we all know probably all too well the feeling of constantly comparing yourself to everybody around you so today we're going to get into it we're going to talk about like kind of where it comes from what it what it is what it's not and how to actually leverage it in a way that serves you instead of defeats you so i'm excited for today's episode we're going to get into all the nooks and crannies surrounding Comparison. So let's go ahead and get right on in. She Thrives Radio is the podcast component to the She Thrives blog, a space dedicated for women who are on a mission to feel good, crush their goals, and live big. I'm your host, Taylor Gage, health and mindset coach. CrossFit and USA weightlifting coach, blogger, and portrait photographer. She Thrives is your BS-free resource for all things wellness, mindset, confidence, body image, personal development, and general badassery. My goal here is to help you get out of your own way so that you can thrive. Okay, so first and foremost, I just have to tell you this, by the way, Um, this is unrelated (laughs) to the topic that we're talking about, but I just need to let you know that I recently stumbled upon some metrics for the show, and fam, we are almost, like, can almost touch it, we are almost at a quarter of a million downloads, what, Dude, I never in a million years thought that I'd be using million as like a metric for anything regarding like anything I'm doing. Um, So this is bananas and so cool. So we're almost there. I'm sure we'll get there eventually either way, but I thought this would be a really cool opportunity to just say, like, if you are a fan of this show, and feel like spreading the love, getting a little good karma, putting a little good energy out there, maybe saying thank you for some of the stuff that you've learned or appreciated um, or loved about the show, there's two amazing ways that you can help that cost nothing and take about two minutes. One is taking a screenshot of you listening to this and just sharing it on your social media, putting it on your stories or something, tagging me, telling people what you love about it. I always love to see that anyway. That's just always fun. Second way is to leave a review. Like, subscribe, um, rate, and review, and leave a review on the show. And that really helps, like, the – I mean, I don't really know all the ins and outs of the algorithm, to be honest. But that's what I hear when you do that. It helps people find the show. And all of you who have already left reviews, which, like, are amazing, by the way, the reviews that you leave. I can't even – You are responsible for more people finding the show, which has just been so cool. So I just wanted to say we're almost at like a pretty awesome milestone here. And if you want to help us get there even faster, that's two ways that you can just show your support. And I would super appreciate. And we're going to be like rolling up on a mill, you know, before we even know it here. So I'm just I'm floored by that. And I just I just want to say thank you to everybody who's already left a review and already supported the show and already shown some love And just let you know that it's you, if you haven't yet, now's a great time so we can get that little, get that little milestone because I thought that that would be so fun. All right. Are you ready to talk about comparison? I don't even why I know. I don't know why I asked that question. Of course you are. This is something I get asked about all the live long day, like all the time. It's always phrased a little bit differently, you know, Um, because like I said in the intro, there's lots of variations. There's lots of nuance here. There's no just like one-size-fits-all you know, fits all approach, just like everything else in life. But again, it is something I get asked about a lot. And I want to say quickly, before we really get into breaking all of this down here, a couple things. One is, <laughs> I was going to say that this is a huge part of my course, The Confidence Lab. But if you've been listening to my show for a while, you may know that The Confidence Lab is now unavailable is gone. She gone. So, um, I'm actually revamping it. I am like deepening it. I'm beefing it up and I am combining it with my other course and we are going to make an experience for you. Okay. It is coming so soon, so soon. Um, so it's a lot of goodness, a lot of goodness, but what I'm trying to say is it's something that I've covered. I cover in my paid programs. I cover here on the show. We've talked about this a fair amount on the show as well. It's something I speak on a lot because, you know, not only is it something I get asked about a lot, like I said, but more importantly, it's 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 a tricky thing because one, it's natural. and We're going to talk about it. Um, so it's natural. So it just happens anyway. But two, it can be, depending on how it affects us and how we are managing it and handling it and using it or leveraging it, right, it can be a symptom of us not being in touch with our own selves. And if you listen to my recent episode on um, backing off your training a little bit at the end, I was talking about how really my mission here with my work is to get you to look Inward is to, to trust yourself, right? To get really good at knowing yourself and how to manage your mindset, manage your emotions, right? Become emotionally fit, not so much physically fit, although that's cool, but like emotionally fit, I think will actually take you farther <laughs> um, and get you really in touch with like what's going on and what's driving you and what's hurting you and what's helping you, right? So to me, this falls under that same th- premise, Depending on how this gets at us, it could be a symptom or maybe a sign that we are not paying attention to our own selves enough. And so in order to, you know, heal our feelings around comparison or just like examine them altogether, like it requires us getting in touch with our own selves. And we're going to talk about how to do this, but I just wanted to sort of frame this before we got into it because... That's that's what we do here. That's what this show is about. That's what my blog is about. That's what my coaching is about. That's what my work is about. Because I truly believe that if you get really fucking good at dealing with your own self, everything else just becomes a little bit easier. And this is one of those things. Okay. So first and foremost, we need to talk about what the hell comparisonitis? you know, what is comparison in the first place? There's a few things that are actually going on, and I want to be able to kind of sidle them out so that you can see and maybe compare, <laughs> pun intended. Um, the different emotions that you're feeling when you're feeling just be like you're being stomped on by everybody else's successes and all that shit that drives us crazy. Okay. So first of all, what is it? Well, it's totally natural. It's completely natural. It is going to happen by the way, like until the end of time, like this is not something that you just snap your fingers and you go, Oh, I don't, I don't even deal with that anymore. Okay. This is another reason why I like to cover this because it's like, it's something that is going to, you're, you are going to be continuously faced with. You're going to meet comparison at every point in your life. So it's not about removing it. It's simply about knowing how to handle it. Okay. So it's totally natural. And if you are getting like really sucked into the vortex, you know, I've got some strategies for you. We're going to talk about them today, but I don't want you to just like, I I want you to like give yourself permission first and foremost to just be feeling that way. There's nothing wrong with you for feeling like, you keep comparing yourself to everybody else that's not like a unique weakness to you that is a human behavior that we all do and will never go away can we quiet it of course can we manage it better yes can we leverage it to actually serve us yes but i want you to know it's natural okay Okay, so now that we have that, you know, understood, it's natural, it's going to keep happening. Now let's move to the next step here. It's understanding what the emotion actually is that you're feeling when you're seeing something that you're comparing yourself to. And generally speaking, of course, this can they be things. There's are things with beyond this, but generally speaking, the two biggest feelings that we have. When we're scrolling through, you know, our feeds and we see something that just makes us like, ugh, like we just feel, ugh, right? Two things. It's either or, envy, or jealousy. And I think that a lot of times we confuse those two words as kind of meaning the same thing. And they're pretty similar. Like they, they, in some ways, I think they can be interchangeable. But for the purpose of today and really being able to like identify shit and get into it, I really want us to separate these out. Like I said, I want us to silo these emotions so that we can identify them when we feel them. So let's talk about the difference between envy and the and jealousy. So jealousy generally means that you're you're feeling threatened. It's like something that's yours is about to be snatched from you, right? It's like someone else is coming into your territory, your shit, and about to take something that belongs to you. It makes you feel um, like just threatened, right? Like it's, it's like you're, you're protecting your shit. On the other hand, envy is more like coveting what someone else has, right? So it's more of a feeling of like lack than it is of threat, right? So they're similar things. They're very similar, but also they're different. And I do think that, like I said, the reason we have to separate those out is because we have to know when we're scrolling and we feel something that, you know, makes us go, ugh, I'm so fill in the blank. Which one of those two things is it? And even in these two feelings, there's a lot of nuance, (laughs) which I'm not going to get into here on the show. But I think that's a great starting point of going, am I feeling threatened because they're coming for me or something that I have? Or am I feeling like desperately in lack and I'm coveting what they have? Like, I want that too, or I wish I had that. Okay, so the next step here is actually one that I am fully borrowing from Marie Forleo. And I heard it years ago, so I could be completely butchering it. And I've, at this point in time, I've more morphed it into my own version, but it was originally inspired by something I heard from her and sort of a three-step strategy that I use um, with my clients to help them break this down even further. And this is the strategy that will help you actually leverage this feeling to where it's not something that makes you feel like you just got stomped on and like left in the dirt and like defeated and less than everybody else and like not fair and just like, Ugh, that awful, awful feeling, but actually something that empowers you to make a choice that serves you in your highest good. So let's break it down. Once we have an idea of that feeling, is it envy or is it jealousy? Like we have to know what that is. We've got a three-step strategy in front of us. So the first step here is to notice. And this has like, you know, sub-steps. Notice, is it envy or is it jealousy? What's the general feeling there that's making you feel like not so great? Then I want you to identify what you're envious or jealous of. So let's use an example here. Let's use like one of those travel bloggers on Instagram (laughs) Um, who, you know, is always in a bikini in like turquoise water you know, like glowing skin, right? Always in a new exotic location, staying at these fancy ass hotels, has like a million followers on Instagram. And, you know, I think for most of us, we look at that and we're like, bitch, like I think a lot of us feel some sort of comparisonitis when we see that kind of shit. So let's just use that as an example. Okay, so first of all, first like step one, like we talked about is what feeling is that? Is Is it lack or is it a threat? For most of us looking at something like that, it's going to be lack, right? It's like we're coveting what she has or what she's doing or what she's achieved, right? Like something about us wants that or wishes we had it. And for most of us, the immediate reaction is like we feel like salty. We're like, (laughs) the fuck is this bitch doing? Like how does she live this life? Like I don't even get it. Like, And and not only are we like projecting onto this, this Instagrammer, but then all of a sudden we turn on ourselves, right? And we go, what the fuck did I do wrong that I can't do this? And like, I only make this much money and I only go on this many vacations and I only have this many Instagram followers and I can't stay at hotels like that. And all of a sudden we come in on ourselves like dragons, you know? It's like it, there's this nasty voice in our head that's like, yeah, like you probably could do that, but like you fucked up. So, And so these two things like spiral. In our brain, and they end up making us feel like shit. So, here's what I want to offer you to do instead. When you see that bitch running around on beaches, having a time of her life, you know, la la la, taking all these gorgeous photos, traveling the world, as soon as you feel that initial kind of tug, you know, that pull where you you recognize that there's something going on here, and you're 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 envious of this life that she's living. I want you to not only notice that it's envy versus jealousy, but here's what I want you to do. I want you to notice about specifically what's going on there that you're envious of, okay? So with a situation like that, it could be a lot of shit. I don't know. Maybe it's you're envious of the fact that she is seeing so much of the world. Maybe you're envious of the fact that she has a massive Instagram following. Maybe you're envious of the fact that um she's just always on a beach. I don't know, whatever it is. I want you to really pinpoint. I want you to start asking yourself questions. What is it about this photo or about this person or about this concept that I wish I had? Okay. So that's step number one of this little three-step thing here. Um, And then (laughs) number two is to unpack the shit out of it because here is the deal. Usually the thing that we think that we're envious of is actually not the thing that we're envious of. Let me explain. Okay. So you might identify and go, okay, so I think I'm actually envious of like her, you know, million Instagram followers. Because I work really hard and I'm trying to start a business and grow an, an audience. And I put so much time and effort in everything. And, and, and here she is just, you know, posting an emoji as a caption. And, you know, she has all these Instagram followers and it makes me, right? If you can really pull at that thread and follow it down to its root, I think you may find that what you're actually envious of is not actually that surface level thing. And you know, I'm going to be real with you, more times than not, it actually, if you really follow that thread all the way down, I'm talking all the way down, you got to go through some shit here. This is not a fun process. This is why I have this in my coaching program so that I can support you as you do this, because it's not always really fun. But usually what you'll find at the end of that thread is something actually pretty much attached to like a primal need, okay? I don't know if anybody listening... Uh, has familiarity with the Maslow hierarchy of needs. It's super fascinating, and you can go Google that and look it up if you're interested. Um, And there's a few, it's like a a food pyramid kind of thing, where the base of it is like physiological needs, like food, water, warmth, rest, like all humans need that. And it kind of goes up the ladder here from basic needs to psychological needs to self-fulfillment needs. And I can almost guarantee that something that you are envious of or craving is gonna fall on this list. Like, you're not craving a million Instagram followers. What you're really craving is like adoration or significance or a feeling of accomplishment, right? Like, we gotta get in there, guys see that? Like we really have to explore that. Um, Another great sort of rundown of human needs is written by Tony Robbins. You can Google that as well. Like the Tony Robbins, um, I think it's called like the six like six ne- six human needs or something by Tony Robbins, you can Google that, um, and they have a lot of overlap, right? So these two concepts, and they're 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 pretty primal, you know. Like again, above just like very basic stuff like food and shelter and whatever. Like we have needs that if they are not being met, we are going to notice when everybody else is out there having theirs met with gusto, <laughs> right? We're just going to notice it, and we're going to feel that lack inside of us. And that's why this is number two on this list. You have to notice what you're feeling envious of, but you can't just take that first answer as as gospel and like move on. You have to really start to get in there and you have to unpack that as best you can. Once you do that, and that's a process, okay, but once you do that, you should have just like a fucking brand new world of information in front of you. Like, I think for a lot of us, that's like mind blowing stuff right there. And we go, oh my God, it's actually this thing. Like, I didn't even realize that that was something that I was being envious of or jealous of or whatever's going on, right? So you have this brand. you basically what you create for yourself is just like a filing cabinet worth of data, okay? On what's actually going on and what you are really responding to. So now that you have all this data, we need to know what to do with it. So step three on this list, again, this little three-step thing is more or less a strategy I picked up from Marie Forleo. I've kind of made it my own over the years, it, but it's, it's brilliant um, and originally came from her, but this, this one's definitely from her, um, and I love that. It's decide what you want to fucking do with this. <laughs> it's like now that you have the data, you know what you're really craving or what's really going on here on a deep, deep, deep level, now you get to decide okay, is this actually something that I want to pursue? Or is this something that's actually not really a priority for me right now? It could be a priority for me later, right? But maybe it's just not right now. But now I get to decide. Is this something that I'm going to act on? I'm going to put on my list of goals and I'm going to start making moves towards? Or is this something that now that I really see it for what it is, it's actually not that important? And I'm going to be with you like this one's different for everybody. It depends on what we're talking about and what we're looking at and where you are in your life. Okay, there's no right or wrong answer here. This is, again, between you and you. But you have to decide. Now that you've done all the work and you've examined all the shit about what you're actually comparing yourself to and what you're feeling like you're lacking or what you're feeling like is threatening to you, and you've really gotten down to the base floor of that fucking shit tower, You have to decide what you're gonna do with it. Yes or no? Do I want this or do I not? Or more importantly, is this something that I am willing to work towards? You might just find the answer is no. Once you really get to the bottom of that, you're like, ah, actually, no, I don't. I was just kind of like seeing something else and I just thought it was pretty and it was making me feel bad about something like, right? So you have to decide, what are you gonna do with it? You're gonna work towards it or you're not. And here's the really cool part about this. Should you decide that this is something that's very important to you and you are going to work for or towards now that you really realize what it is, you have the ability to create that in like a million ways. Because say what you, you know, decide um, that is at the very root of what you're envying is something like connection or maybe like contribution, you know, to society, to people around you, whatever, maybe it's something like that, that you're really feeling like is not an area that's being fulfilled for you right now, you have the ability to create that on any scale and in any way that works for you. So it's an amazing opportunity for you to go, okay, how can I, how can I create the feeling of connection or contribution in my own life like today? Because yeah, you can always work towards these big grand scales and, you know, creating charities and, you know, giving back and um, spending a ton of time. Absolutely. You can do all of that. But you can also create connection in your life right now by picking up your damn phone and just like talking to someone you haven't talked to in a while or asking to talk through this with somebody who you love. Or going on a simple coffee date with somebody. Those tiny, tiny things can still give you that same feeling. Do you see that? Now, I'm not going to sit here and just like tell you that your comparisonitis that you're suffering from by watching this like travel blog or travel the world and be on beaches all day is going to be completely fixed by you just going on a coffee date with your friend. But I think it is a super important start because what you're doing with this work is you are not just letting this blogger or this Instagram, whatever it is, you're not just letting that make you feel bad about yourself. You are taking power back and you're going, what do I need? And then you're acting on fulfilling that. So I've got two little like tips here to leave you with before I hop off today um, on how to kind of go about this. And number one, my favorite way to do this is to just quiet the world, right? You know, like I said, a lot of this is about you just having a conversation with yourself here. And if you are always scrolling and have a screen in front of you while you're trying to (laughs) do this work, um, it's really fucking hard. It's just really hard to have noise coming at you all the time while you're trying to quiet the noise, right? So maybe it's just like a weekend, maybe it's a day, whatever, but like actually delete the apps off your phone. Like don't give yourself the option. I know a lot of you use your phone for work, so use whatever kind of, you know, make it work for you. But but get the distractions away, all right? Find some quiet time for you to work through some of this. And my other tip here is to focus on your own fulfillment. I saw something going around the internet, I don't know who wrote it or where it's from, but it's something to the effect of like, we won't be distracted by comparison if we are captivated by our own purpose. And that's basically what I'm, what I'm trying to say through this episode, right? It's like the, the comparison thing is kind of a distraction. But I also think there's amazing clues in there, amazing clues that most of us don't stop to really look at. So I want you to look at the clues hiding in there. I want you to get in there. I want you to poke around. I want you to get comfortable with it. I really want you to explore all of that. But then I don't want it to end there. I want you to focus that, whatever you find. And I want you to use that data. And I want to put it towards your own good. I want to put you to put it towards your own purpose. Because when you are really like aligned and driven and focused on your own shit, that comparison stuff fades into the background. Does it ever go away? No, like I said, I don't think it ever goes away, but it fades into the background. The more, um, intention and focus and excitement and passion you have for your own shit. And I want to say that like, you can still be like excited and passionate and focused and driven and all that stuff and still have comparisonitis. And again, it's usually just because it's a clue. It's something in your life right now that's not being met or fulfilled And it's an amazing opportunity for you to inquire into that and examine what's going on there and then decide, okay, is this actually something I want to pursue? And if it is, um, how can I create this like in a small way right now? How can I work towards creating this in a bigger way in the future? Or if you decide that it's not, you can just let it fall away. And now you know, like that door is closed. You're done with that, right? You can move on once you realize that that's not actually what you want. So. I'm going to just add this in here before I hop off two things. One, if this seems like something that resonated with you or that you want help with from someone who has a lot of experience helping people do this work, come apply for my private coaching. My dear, I am here for you. I am here to help you do this and so much more. This is literally the work I do is helping you use all of this stuff that's coming at you every day and find a way to either tune it out or have it level you up, right? That's what we do around here. I'm going to just leave the link in the show notes if you want to check it out, what I'm talking about, see this, see how we can work together and how little shit like this. I think it's just amazing how it unfolds into the rest of your life. And how you can begin to master your own relationship with yourself. And the last thing I'm going to leave you with is on that same note. And it's a quote from Queen Michelle Obama. And I love it. And I could probably read this quote at the end of every episode that we do here on this show. Because I feel like it aligns so well with what I try to do and and all that stuff. But I especially like it for today. Uh, Michelle Obama, she says... Success isn't about how your life looks to others. It's about how it feels to you. Comparisonitis begins to fade the more you are prioritizing how you feel in your body, in your life, in your mind, in your skin, how you feel in all of the ways that you can feel. When you're prioritizing that over how it looks to anybody else. That's it, guys, that's the secret. So I hope you enjoyed these tips today that may help you do just that. Turn inside, have you prioritize how you feel above how it may seem to anybody else and use the clues that are hiding in that feeling of comparisonitis to support you feeling the way you wanna be feeling. You dig? I sure hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, you know the deal, tell a friend, spread the love, share a screenshot, leave a review, any and all of the above is just like the dopest way that you can give back to this little show here. So I appreciate all of that goodness. I hope you have a wonderful week. Until next time. Thank you for listening to another episode of She Thrives Radio. And if you like what you heard today, please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And then head on over to SheThrivesBlog.com where you can sign up for my weekly emails where I send out my favorite tips, tricks, advice, and support every single Monday morning to help you kick your week off right. Thank you for listening. Until next time.